Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Please enjoy this classic clip, which is available in full at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. What is your first memory of Star Wars? Ooh, this is a good one. Um, So I was seven years old and I was at a friend's house playing and it was like a little play date and she had a box of VHS videos. And so and I guess that's redundant. She had a box of VHS. And so um, one of them was Return of the Jedi and I just really liked the cover. So I said, we should watch this. And it was my first exposure to Star Wars. Um, we put it in and we watched it. I was absolutely enthralled and for an ADD child that was saying something because I was just never calm and so I just it was just enraptured it was so cool to me so then I took my mom to the video store and begged her to let me rent um then I saw A New Hope and then I saw Empire and it was it was love and it was really strange too because it was kind of at a point where there wasn't a lot of fervor around Star Wars they hadn't come back into theaters yet and I didn't have any friends that liked them everyone who kind of liked them was either not in my vicinity or it just wasn't, I wasn't surrounded by a community or, or people that enjoyed them. So I just, it was just kind of my thing. And then I started finding the books at the grocery store and started reading the expanded universe books. Watching Jedi first, that is like, forget machete order, this garden order. <laughs> order is just, <laughs> I know. It's like uh, that, that every movie thus far has been a prequel for you. I wonder if that's why I, I'm not bothered by spoilers because it was always spoiled for me. Yeah, but when people, like, you know, knock the prequels, you're like, what? Empire Strikes Back was awesome. I, lo- I, I love... I'm a prequel apologist. I like the prequels. Say sorry for the prequels. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what was it that um, enchanted you about the cover? Um, it was the cover with Leia and her skirt is, um, just kind of blowing. Everything's very cinematic about it. Um, I think I, honestly, I think it was Leia. I think it was the way Leia looked. Not the, I'm not referring to the new hope cover where he's holding the sword and it's, um, but it was like obviously the Jedi cover where everything just looked so cool. And I I really liked the slave Leia get up. I'm never going to apologize for that. It, she looked so cool. Like, I don't know. It, It was definitely Leia. Well, what do you think about all the rumors about the slave layer being retired? I think it's silly. Um, I, I'm a feminist. Um, I think my persona is very outspoken about women's rights and sexuality and representation about women in Star Wars. That's been my focus of like how women are represented in science fiction. And it's kind of the bulk of my master's work. And I don't get it. I mean, I think that she's fantastic. I think that she's so empowered. I think when she's on the barge, that's just one of the coolest scenes for me. I think her strangling uh, Jabba is fantastic. Like, everything she does in that costume is just so incredible that I, I think people are being so myopic and just 
nitpicky and dumb and I don't know it's just not it's such, it was such a big part of my childhood and such a big part of what I envision from that character that I don't like it I think it's silly yeah I I agree but I also I don't care like <laughs> if they stop making like there's so many figures and stuff and if they just say yeah. like oh we're just giving this a rest or we're not making figures like even if it's not a, a stated thing, like they're not, like have they have they retired the Ewok celebration layer as well? Like you just don't notice, right? And there's that other thing of sometimes uh, in when this debate came up and people post their slave layer collections, that to me is a bit disturbing when they've they've got you know fifteen different figures and statues in this little corner of their room. Like that's odd. The, I will say, yes, the fetish and the obsession with it is very strange. And I didn't realize how weird it gets for some people until it cosplayed the Slave Leia. And then I realized <laughs> just how dark that goes. I mean, it it's it's a, it's interesting. And as, as much as I defend it and I love it, I also can see where people would be very disturbed by sort of like where that goes. <laughs> Give us give us a hint where that goes. Um, it's it's a very concentrated obsession. Um, it's not like a oh I remember that from when I was a child and it's really hot. It's it's like a very specific like I remember that from last night and it's really hot. Yeah, it's pretty intense and like just some of the um because I've cosplayed other characters. I've cosplayed like Mara Jade and just done some more like Mary Jane from Spider Man and stuff. And I've just never had such like heated, weird just comments and everything. It's just very strange. Um, I get it, people dig it. <laughs> I get so shy around them, like at the gen- yeah, like at the General Giant booth, not last year, the year before at Comic-Con, they had a slave layer there. And I went up and I was just like, can I get a photo? Because I thought it'd just be cool to have a photo with a slave layer. And I just like, just stared her dead in the eyes, got the photo and then just bolted off. Like it was just, I'm too shy. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of pictures that get taken that you don't realize. So... If you, like, just a word to the wise, if you ever plan on cosplaying the Slave Leia, just be very aware that there are a lot of pictures of your butt on the internet that you didn't necessarily consent to. And I think I think Olivia Munn said the same thing about wearing it to Comic-Con. She was like, there were a lot of pictures that I saw later that I did not know were being taken. <laughs> and there's a lot of angles that are just not fun in that costume. So, I can't imagine what Carrie Fisher went through when it with it actually being metal and being on set. I think I've heard accounts that it was it was not a fun one to wear well um I, i'm just writing down now just all the <laughs> tips about when i cosplay as slave Leia. so <laughs> I'll, I, you, you might need to give me some waxing tips as well trace <laughs> double-sided tape is your friend <laughs> <laughs> i reckon a big black plastic bag might be my friend <laughs> well That's- Years ago, I interviewed uh, Jeremy Bullock, like in the 90s, and he did say uh, very sort of sheepishly that the view was, it was something (laughs) from uh, behind the mask of Boba Fett. And of course, when you've got the Boba Fett mask on, they are pretty sweet sunglasses. Your eyes can go wherever you wish. All holds barred. I have a pretty funny shot of a imperial trooper in the background of one of my photos where he's taking full advantage of the mask. 
<laughs> it's just the creepiest Imperial Guard, just stone faced. But yeah, I know. I can imagine on set, like, it doesn't necessarily move with you. <laughs> Think about metal. So, yeah. Um, oh. So, you cosplayed it at Celebration, yeah? Yeah, I did Celebration and then San Diego Comic Con in 2014. What is it? Do you, do you ever forget that you're wearing a metal bikini? No, you're pretty exposed. I will say on the convention floor, everyone is fantastic and very respectful. And there's just like, there's a sense when you're in San Diego Comic-Con. I think, I mean, of course you remember, and I'm sure you feel it too. Inside San Diego Comic-Con, there's a decorum of, yes, someone's cosplaying. And yes, there's a lot of naked girls, but you act a certain way. When you leave the convention, there are a lot of people who don't necessarily have badges and are just there. And that's where it gets very, like, just weird. Mm. So... That crowd gets a little aggressive and strange and not very, um, not very, uh, I guess, considerate of the fact that you're happening in front of everyone. So they can be a little pushy. But on the con floor, it's actually like cosplaying is a very comfortable experience, especially Star Wars cosplays. It's such a community. Yeah. It runs amazing. Yeah. And I don't know. That's what took me the first time I went to Comic Con was just, I don't know, the, like the, the hum of happiness. And, mm-hmm. and and sort of like, yeah, just, just this air of happiness. Everyone's having the best four and a half days ever. And yeah, everyone's so cool. But outside, it's a little bit... I think a lot of San Diegans just go down there for a bit of a spring break. Wait, yeah, and to wait. laugh at the nerds. It's a point and laugh. Mm. I didn't even realize that the Princess Leia in the bikini was hot for years. I Like, <laughs> I just... I, I've got this thing where... It's come up where someone said, oh, would you want, you know, Jacqueline to uh, get in the bikini? I'm like, oh, no, no. That's like, I don't like to, I don't like to sexualize my Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? I, I came at it from a very young age. And this is a sweet name drop. But when, before Blink-182 were super huge, they came to Australia and I ran this music magazine and I drove them around for, like, we went to toy shops and stuff. And Mark Hoppus was going on just about how much he loved Slave Leia and pleasured himself to Slave Leia. <laughs> and, you know, this is before the internet. And I was, I was like, oh, yeah, she's... There was a revelation to me. I was like, yeah, she's looking pretty hot in that bikini, isn't she? I'd, I'd never thought of that before. Like, because it was Princess Leia. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're... Your big sister or something like that. When you're, you know, when you first see the film and you're three years old, it's, um, you have a family type. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I agree. Like, I feel like they've made enough products mm-hmm. of it. Like, like, if they just stopped, are we really going to miss it? But at the same time, I don't think they should stop, but I don't care if they do. It's never going to go away. So that's why it doesn't bother. It's like, it was like legends, our EU becoming legends. I still have it. It's never going away. It's always going to have a presence in our fandom. So I'm, I'm, I, I think it's silly, but it's not the end of my world. And I, I agree with you on the sexualization. I just always thought it looked cool, just purely from an aesthetic standpoint. I think it's a cool getup. It's just neat. It's sci fi. It's rad. And so, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, some people have a very different take on it, but. It's it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I think as a youth during that whole Jabba's set, I was I was still desperately trying to comprehend why Luke Skywalker would give this big worm his sweet droids. 
I'm like, <laughs> why would you give those away? That is... I too. <laughs> that is lame. Yeah, C-3PO I could do without. I, I've been really... Against, ever since Attack of the Clones and those horrible jokes, no love for C-3PO from me. Really? That whole, this is such a drag business, and when he had the <laughs> battle... Oh, Worst. <laughs> I didn't know that people didn't like C-3PO. So, one of our listener emails on my show was about, do you think, it was asking if we thought someone in the new movies was going to be as annoying as C-3PO. And I had no idea that people thought C-3PO was annoying, but apparently that's like a, that's a consensus. People were really annoyed by him. He's like a, he's almost like the Jar Jar before Jar Jar. Is that accurate? Nah, I, I don't think he was that, I think he was just part of the whole thing, but I just... Like, he is very annoying. Like, and it's weird because I've got, it seems when you've got like a really helpful, always be with you friend that will, you know, like drop everything to come help you. They've always got a friend that's like C-3PO and it's like the R2-D2 and the C-3PO. It's quite strange, but I've got several sets of friends where it's like they're R2-D2 and they're C-3PO. The naggy sort of. And yeah, I guess he is pretty naggy and always complaining. But he's just, I know he's so cute. And I i love, I was a little girl. He's like, he's got a British accent and he's shiny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I do find it sad that him, um, that the two actors in real life don't like each other. That makes me, that broke my heart. Oh, really? I think that's perfect. Really? Oh, it made me so sad knowing that it's Anthony Daniels and Kenny Baker and I, they don't like each other. I don't but know. It, but it sort of, it just they, it just makes them more their character because they, they, yeah. they don't like each other like for sort of like the reasons the droids wouldn't like each other. <laughs> this is true. The, um, and so, which is your, your favourite of the series? Ooh, um... I would have to say Empire. I'm, I'm very cliche. Empire Strikes Back is just a beautiful film. I think even outside of the Star Wars trilogy, I think it is objectively is just a fantastic piece of cinema. Like it, it, everything, I love everything about it. Yeah, it's got so um, sort of so many like majestic scenes mm-hmm. and the score. That's like that um, in the one of the trailers maybe the main trailer i've lost track of trailers and teasers and tv spots <laughs> so much all of a sudden when there was three i was i was fine but then you start throwing in you know japanese ones and tv spots i i don't know what's going on but um the bit where the falcon's flying and it's sort of got that leia han theme it was just like this movie's gonna be the best yeah, it's so oof, chills. Um, yeah, no, I love Empire, and I love. I still think that that reveal um, of Luke and the, between Luke and Vader that that revealing moment it's just so iconic. I mean, you can't talk to anyone who doesn't know that or know that scene. I think that that's powerful. I, I think that that movie like kind of transcended and became like a part of. It became part of culture. So whenever something does that, I just think it's really cool. And I think even if you don't like Star Wars, you have to appreciate what that scene did for sort of like the big reveal in film. To hear the full episode, along with hundreds of hours of bonus content, I would invite you to check out the Steel Wars Patreon page at patreon.com 
forward slash steel wars for just three dollars a month you get a dedicated rss feed that easily pastes into any podcast app you use sending the complete archives of steel wars episodes along with bonus patreon exclusives like movie commentaries q a's and shows like the Making Steel Wars show, which I make exclusively for Patreon members with Jason Ward of MakingStarWars.net, where we try to find the news behind the news. Plus, you'll get the bonus segments from the call-in shows, which sometimes can be over an hour. And as well as all the bonus content, you get that warm glow that you are supporting this show you listen to each week. The idea behind Patreon is if lots of people chip in a little bit of cash, that content producers such as myself can still keep producing for you guys while still being able to feed our very cute Ewok-looking cats. There's a hungry cat involved in this, guys as well as some sweet, sweet content. Check out all the super fun tiers and all the shows you're missing out on at patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. And may that force be with you. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.